0: to micro fail their way into massive success and growth we are mindset impact strategic catalysts helping innovative entrepreneurs focus we are ceo mischief makers ready to make a little mischief hey 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 ceo mischief makers welcome to the conversation i have Someone who has been a part of a mastermind with me—oh my goodness! Since January of 2022, Evelyn Eckard. Hello there, Evelyn. How are you? Good. How are you? I am fantastic. You know, I got to wake <laughs> up today. The sun is shining. It's going to be 105 here. That's not that's great, it. but that's okay. We'll, we'll survive. <laughs> But yeah, you and I have been in a mastermind together and that's where we met and we finally got to meet in person in Denver. We are in Mike Kim's mastermind and I'm just so grateful for people like yourself and and those of us who are brave souls to open up our lives (laughs) to other people, right?
1: That's what it feels like, doesn't it? It's so true. I mean, just, just being part of the mastermind and getting to know other people and And then discovering how, you know, we could do things better, right? Like having those conversations and sometimes it's very vulnerable, (laughs) but I think we walk away with just richness as a result of, of people just, you know, leaning in and, and having those discussions. So I love it.
0: And I love it too. I I do. I love
1: the, yes, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I do think of it as bravery because you're going to get out of a mastermind, what you put in. And if you are brave enough to be vulnerable, you will not be met with competition or judgment or any of those things. If you're in the right mastermind, you will be met with kindness and openness Mm -hmm. and love and Mm -hmm. advice and caring. And I just can't imagine my life without the collective mind right that's mm-hmm. what it feels like mm-hmm. it feels mm-hmm. like you have a collective mind to help you grow so let's talk about that first yeah. off kind of introduce yourself and let us know sure. who you are and what you do let's start there and then we'll we'll dive into mindset
1: <laughs> absolutely so i'm a coach and trainer i've been doing that for better part of my entire career mostly helping leaders really uncover their potential and not only uncover their potential, but then looking around to see, well, who else is out there and how how can I develop others as well? And so I started in the the corporate environment for about 25 years. I spent there doing everything, but mostly I placed myself in positions of developing others. So I was a trainer for many years training leadership. And then I pivot to do sales training, which I just love because the sales training was more, be more creative, right? How do you create programs and get people excited? And then that led to sales management, just really learning other, other aspects of the job or of my personality that they weren't my strength zones, right? So becoming analytical wasn't in my strength zone. And so I realized back then, and that's why I focus on potential, focus on that first because I have potential, but I don't think anyone saw that, right? I think I was the one pushing myself and proving myself that I can do that work. And there was times I didn't, you know, I applied for the job and didn't get it, (laughs) And so there was other areas I needed to improve upon, but I think that's what I love most because people fear they have some fear and they may not reach their potential because of that.
0: Oh my goodness. Yes. (laughs) Yes. We've got to dive into that. So let's start with that. What was the biggest mindset shift you had Mm -hmm. to make in order to really accept and believe that you had the potential Mm -hmm. you you first understood you to have, because I know mm-hmm. our potential grows, right? The more we Absolutely. work on these mindset issues, the mm-hmm. more another door opens to another mindset shift that we can have it. It doesn't stop. So what I was that first stop. mindset shift? <laughs> Yeah. What was that first that so, really made you realize right. you have the potential? Well,
1: I went in for a promotion. It wasn't a promotion. I was interviewing for a promotion. And I felt that everyone around me wanted another person to get it, you know, just by their verbiage and what they were saying. And so I went in for the first interview and completely sabotaged it, completely. Started sweating, rambling. I wasn't concise. I just remember his face looking at me like, (laughs) what is wrong with you? (laughs) And I walked away and I, I was aware enough to know that I wouldn't even hire me I wouldn't even hire that person across the desk so I knew I needed work there and it was work settling myself down like really understanding that I can do this but I need to prove to him that I can do it so that person took the job and two months later gave notice and I called him up and it was like ring ring (laughs) it's like it's me again and i'm interested in that position and he's like i bet you are and then i showed up differently i showed up calm i mean what's the worst that could happen i don't get the wow. job yeah. again it already so happened what, right. right yeah it already happened and so i i showed up calm and in this calmness i was able to articulate what i wanted to say and then i i put that together it's like Evelyn, you just have to remain calm. And when you're calm, you can speak. When you're nervous is when all hell breaks loose. <laughs> yeah. And it just nothing makes sense. Even in being a guest on the podcast, I have to like really like whoo, calm, calm, because then you could just lean in and be yourself. And, yeah. and and I feel I can teach that now. I could teach people to be themselves. And and be open. And that's the potential part that comes in, right? Because then after that, I realized, oh, this is such a great tool. It's just being wow. calm so I could be myself.
0: <laughs> wow. So that, and so did that, you get the you know, did you get the promotion that second time?
1: Yes. Yes, I did. Yay. He even made a comment. He even said, You're so calm. And I'm like, why not? So I could be able to tell you what i'm about like if we were just having a conversation and you even said that like we're just having a conversation and yeah. that's the key it's like you're having a conversation with anyone and people who make you nervous is like why why mm-hmm. there's another way to manage that
0: yeah and I, I hear you and that's a that's a beautiful story because really until i reached the point where i had zero expectations from the Mm -hmm. conversation. So like in sales, I do this because I'm not going, I'm an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. So I could say that when I'm going to have a discovery call with a client, potential client, that's kind of a job interview, right? But Mm -hmm. when I, when I finally realized that every single conversation I have, I have zero expectations that Mm -hmm. there's going to be an outcome to that. That's favorable Mm -hmm. to me. Like, I'm going to make a sale or I'm going to make so much money or I'm going to get introduced to a person, whatever that expectation is. Once I remove that, that's what Mm -hmm. makes me calm. That's what makes Mm -hmm. me able to just have a conversation. And I'll tell you, Evelyn, when I finally did that, my closing percentage Mm -hmm. just tripled. Mm -hmm. Seriously. I went from like closing 10 to 20% (laughs) of the people that I talked to, to closing like 70%. Because I have zero expectations. I'm not coming in Mm -hmm. with a a purpose to convince them of something. And I'm not tied to that outcome. When you tie yourself to that outcome, then you start getting nervous when it doesn't start going your way Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you're not being genuine. You're not really being genuinely helpful to the person. So, wow, that's amazing for you to be able to have that, that level of calm and to have those statistics. To see the first time you went for that interview, you were nervous and you didn't get it and you were sabotaging yourself to the second <laughs> right. time the exact same position within a couple of months, right. the tone completely changed. So what, mm-hmm. did that, what did that allow you to do next? What did that set you up for in a mindset shift the next one?
1: First of all, I love your example because for, for years and years, that's what we trained it was training a mindset right it was training frontline people to have a dialogue with their customer and you know just just add value and find out their needs and you know and have that discovery call and if they buy great <laughs> so i love that example because that is really the the key to it for me i felt like i could now especially that Hiccup, what happened? I call it a hiccup, right? The fear factor of doing anything new, It's how people kind of cross that threshold. And so, for instance, as a as a coach, I'm going into a contract right now, and it's this brilliant young director, but she feels probably anxious, maybe, you know, wants to do well. And is, you know, I'll find out more and more, like when we have our discovery call, what that looks like, because this was a package that was purchased for her. That's a whole different story. But anyway, as we're going through this, I can see like that first layer of like, how are you communicating? And we we can then dissect this into layers. Like, how are you communicating? What's your communication style? How do you communicate with others? How do they communicate with you? You know? Is there a connection? And because probably if she's not being herself, kind of going back into that potential, she's not being herself, then she may be guarded. She may be, you know, uncomfortable. And you could sense that. That's like that sales call. You could sense when someone is trying too hard or pushing. And so in my coaching, I could really see that and help them through it. So I always say it's like as a trainer, I can teach you things, right? So I'm gonna teach you how to ride a bike. And perhaps there's a PowerPoint involved with that. Perhaps there's, you know, dialogue. And then most training kind of stops there. And the most important part hasn't even happened where it's like, okay, now you have a bike, let's go outside. Okay, so I'm gonna now help you ride this bike. I'm gonna have one hand on the steering wheel or the handlebars. And I'm gonna have the other hand on your seat and I'm gonna run with you, <laughs> right? So as a coach, I'm running down. So making sure you get your balance, making sure that you're at a good speed, that you're at the good headspace for me to let go. And then it just doesn't stop there, right? It comes back, like, how did that go for you? You know, so it's all the coaching process. So I feel that those experiences before really taught me, like, I feel everyone has the potential. So they either need a skill and then how to develop it. And, you know, the gap between knowing and doing, I know the coaching part is the gap. (laughs) So you could get the information how to ride a bike, but you're not gonna be able to ride a bike until you practice, you know, that's a skill. You go out there and then, you just do it faster if you have a coach, like you could stumble through it and you know fall and ride the bike. But I feel that with a coach is seamless. you could get to your goals faster, and so that's that's how it's helped me kind of help others in this process.
0: Wow, so thinking about that one instance where you were nervous, you didn't know what to say, you kind of sabotaged yourself. Now, that realization <laughs> that you are able to fill that gap, and I, I agree with you, one hundred percent there's a gap, and sometimes mm-hmm. that chasm, or at least it feels like a chasm you have to jump over it, and you know it's a chasm, and some of them it really mm-hmm. is crack, and we just need that one thing to push us mm-hmm. over, and we can really secure that gap. Wow, so now mm-hmm. that has helped you mm-hmm. coach through that gap that will allow them to get there faster and i agree with you a coach a mentor a mastermind all mm-hmm. those
1: things,
0: absolutely
1: that's what it does right mhm that yeah. really is what it does you know you may be thinking this and and maybe you're thinking there's more there's more there's that tug and when you're out mastermind exploring it i mean i know when we were in our mastermind something came up for me that was like, cover the price of admission, because it wasn't in my awareness, I wasn't thinking of that. And it totally still, you know, that potential is just me continuously stepping into this potential. And what came up for me was, I'm a, a disc consultant and trainer, right? But I was doing everything regarding DISC. And DISC was just a tool that I used, but I knew It was me bringing that to life, right? Really then looking at it very differently. And I think someone said in the mastermind was something like, hey, you're hiding behind this tool or something similar to that. And I had to walk away thinking, well, am I? I'm thinking I'm conscious of what I'm doing and the steps I'm taking. But there's always some... Underlying unconscious behavior going on. And, you know, that's that saboteur sometimes that is keeping you playing small. <laughs> and at that moment, it's like, okay, I get it. I need to really step out. I'm not stepping out enough. So even in my journey, this still continues. And, and I don't even know what I don't know. Like there's more to uncover. And so I feel I'm ahead enough to help others that I see can join. And then I'm open enough to continue to grow. Like you said, it doesn't end. There's sadly, there's no finish line. <laughs> we have to continue growing, but there's just like you start uncovering it. And you mentioned that right before the call. It's just peeling that onion. It just continues and just just learning more about yourself. And there's just so much to learn. So I love the journey, though sometimes it is uncomfortable. Get comfortable with the uncomfortable (laughs) feelings that we have, right? I'm sure you've gone through that as well.
0: Absolutely. Okay, hold on. If your mindset was shifted, you were inspired to innovate, and you were spurred into action, don't just move on with your day. Focus, my friend, and take a few minutes to visit ceomischiefmaker.com to learn more about the value that was shared with you today. Please act now and create some CEO mischief of your own.